expanding the Nerdosphere, talking about everything you want to hear. From comics to cosplay, from the cinematic universe to fan films and everything in between. It's time to get down and nerdy. Here are your hosts, James Witham and Nick Pataglia. Well, you've reached episode 25 of Down and Nerdy. When we have children, they immediately get accepted into Xavier School for the Gifted. I'm Nick Pataglia. Along, yes, 25. Wow. I'm Nick Pataglia alongside our social media manager, Cody Green. And if you're wondering where James is this week, well, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is now officially a father. His, his son came. Uh, was, he actually arrived Sunday, was it? Saturday, Sunday? It, I, all I know is she was in labor for like two months. Yeah. And it was forever. <laughs> She's going. That is going to be her go-to line. She was. It, 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 they were there for like three or four days. Yeah, and so that's going to be her go-to line. You know, oh, when yeah. that kid grows up, she's like, you know, how long I was in labor. I don't think she was in labor the whole time, but you know, still, she's going to. You know, moms do that. They lie. They lie. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no. So Cody's here. He's going to be here. Uh, coasting the show with me for a couple of weeks until James gets back. But, you know, hey, congratulations to James and the yes, misses. Yes, congratulations, guys. You now join the unrested. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am the only one. I, I told James, I said, I'm the only one of our crew here who doesn't have any kids. And it's like, it's going to be kind of weird because you're going to him. We talk about, oh, yeah, my kid's this, my kid's this. And I'm like, I have plastic goldfish in a tube, like a fake that fish tank. Don't even move. Yeah. They're like dead. And one of them's not even gold, it's blue. Well, they're they're fake fish. It's still. You say goldfish. Still. I have a lake, That's so there's sad. fish in a lake, I guess I have that, but I mean Is that a lake? It, it's a creek or a pond. <laughs> it's water. It's water. There's fish in there? Yeah. Well, there's probably three eyed fish in there. No. Sue <laughs> so, yeah, the the, <laughs> the nuclear waste factory. No. But no, I mean, so it's just like, I mean, how's your week going? I know you've been busy. I've been busy as hell. Oh, dude, uh, you know, did my usual yesterday. I went to Bush Gardens. Yeah, uh, played hooky from work. Um, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of work with that stuff, you know. Um, but uh, no, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in my professional life, I guess you could say, in the nine thousand businesses I help run. Yeah. Um, could be you do run Portsmouth. Yeah, you're yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, things have been going pretty good uh, this week. I, I just a lot of work and writing, and um, you know, trying to stay on top of things and my kids. And uh, did see Guardians of the Galaxy. What'd you think? Freaking best Marvel movie ever. Y- yeah. <laughs> uh, best soundtrack ever. Yeah. I, I actually have on my pump up list. Uh, hooked on a feeling. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah that. That was just so amazing, amazing, amazing movie. I mean, I mean you mentioned like, all the stuff you do. Let's see. So you have your your salsa business. Yes. Your regular job, your kids, um, and you also ha- have the BG Cabana website. Yep. Which we got some pretty cool information on that, but you know you have to go to the site to find that out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can't really put that out yet, but uh. You know, for people who know BG Cabana is it's it's the Bush Garden website that Cody runs because. Again, Cody, not only Portsmouth, but he's like Duke of Bush Gardens. <laughs> I wish I was Duke of Bush Gardens. Yeah, it's just something I really enjoy. Uh, it's it's my happy place. So <laughs> what better, you know, you know, I start a website about it. Me and a buddy who's a web developer started the website, and 
we just wanted a place where we could go that was chill and not arguing and complaining like most websites. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I understand. I, I totally hear you on that. But, and then also, you're, you're writing a book. Well, yeah, that that's, uh, I'm, I'm like Brian on that, Brian Griffin on that one. Yeah. Look at that, three years, four? It actually has been a long time in the making. I actually scrapped the original draft. Yeah. Uh, about a year and a half ago and started over. And it's still going, but it's going, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're into fantasy, um, it's basically... 6th century magic meets 21st century technology um, and it has to do with Merlin so nice <laughs> now, do you have a title for it or um, yeah, a working title um, uh, dang it I'm, why am I drawing a blank right now because I, I all I did was typed it up and I forgot about it ever since um, uh, no 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 that's right no I didn't type in a title yet I don't have anything yet oh I, th- I thought about something and I was like, no, that's stupid. I got rid of it. Yeah. So I'm just going to be one of those things where it's hopefully going to be a series. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm George R.R. Martining it, so. <laughs> <laughs> the song of fat and ice cream. <sighs> be great. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben cut off Jerry's head. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream humor, no. So me, like, I mean, if you've seen it on the Facebook, and I've I've stepped into become a Whovian now. I, I've started watching Doctor Who. I am literally. I just finished the first season, actually about a couple hours ago. Uh, so now I'm on the second season with David Tennant, and it's, there's there's really like there's certain shows where I watch them, and I get hooked on. Like I got watch them a lot. Like like Rescue Me was probably the last one. Where I watched an episode and I'm like, wow. I gotta get hooked on it. I just watch it. I marathon it. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who, it's like, okay, I watch the first episode and I'm just like, it's immediately hooked. Because there's times where I'm watching TV shows, and especially when they're not on TV, when they're on Netflix or uncut, so you mm-hmm. have the, you know, just constant running time. And the only time it stops is when it's like, are you done binging now? <laughs> it's like, no, damn it, I'm not. Continue. <laughs> but, like, it was just continuous and it was. When you're watching it, it's, it's so fluid. It moves yep. so fluid. Where you don't realize, like, they're 40, 50 minute episodes, you know, and it's just like, wow, it's just fluid and nonstop. And, and Christopher Eccleston, oh my God, he was so good. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was he was so good. I think when you want to relaunch a series, like, they did a really good job. What's wrong with this jumper? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I give you air from my lungs. Yes. But I, I think, like, of all the, the, dark, the darkest. Episodes has to be the the first Dalek episode. You think that was the darkest of the Eccleston episodes? I think so because it's just to see what are killing everybody. And, I don't and, agree. Really? I don't agree. That was the darkest of the of the first. It had, one. It, to me, it had a uh, two thousand one space odyssey feel to it. Okay, I, I give you that. But are you my mommy? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> the empty children, the empty child, dude. That that one. Oh my god, dude. That one still. Still screws people up to this day. We we actually went on a haunted hayride last year. Yeah, and these kids come walking up to the back of the hayride wearing freaking gas masks. And one of the kids on the hayride goes, "Are you my mommy?" And because the kids had no clue what they were doing, but you knew. Oh, but we, and one of the other kids, a kid I didn't even know, was like, "Are you my mommy?" And I was like, "Oh my god, they just totally screwed." I was fine on this hayride until that. <laughs> I don't get scared on stuff like that. But those kids walked up. I was like, "Oh, dude, I've got we need." 
Well, you haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. So but, I'm, like, I'm going to stop there. Yeah. I mean, didn't. I know about the Weeping Angels episode because you showed me. That was the first episode you ever showed me. Oh, right? I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Blink. yes. Um, and no, it, it was just like, like I said, with the show, it's like when they showed a CG, it's like, okay, it's not perfect, but you know, that, I mean, going back to the Empty, the empty Child episode, when you saw the gas masks coming out of people's mouths and stuff, they were being taken over. That was fucking freaky. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God. And they didn't even need that CG part. Just the kid was enough. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, what is it? And even the phone ringing and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it just totally screwed you up. But, I mean, no, it's it's great. I'm on Tenet now, and I'm going to get into it later on, you know, in the day. You know, I I want to, because like I said, the new season, we're going to talk about the new season and the nerd news segment. Nerd news segment. And, you know, it's going to be about season eight. Or, or Series 8, as they call series it. Series 8, yep. Um, and, like I said, I'm literally, I know I'm probably not going to be able to do it, but I'm going to try <laughs> at least get, at least get to like season 4 by, you know, the time that Series 8 premieres. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah, you might make it. I might make it. I might die, but I might, might make it. <laughs> God I'm damn you, sleep. Yes. But no, I mean, you know, so we're on topic of it. Like, who's your favorite doctor? Tenant. Tenant. Not a question. What about? I'm, I'm on the tenant. Like I said I'm on the tenant season. So mm-hmm. like, what? So like, what about it? Is he? Tenant had a bit of everything for me. It was he was comical. He was um, very um, uh, active. Yeah. Um, definitely could pull the feels off no problem yeah make you feel anything he wants you to make you feel he's a very talented actor and um, you know he had some of the I mean just some of the really heartfelt episodes and some of the just extremely hilarious episodes and um, yeah it's it really cool you know just he was just a cool guy and Smith is just a younger guy you know he was right. the youngest doctor of all right um and I'm not taking anything away from Smith or Eccleston because they're both really good. Um, but I just Tennant was just my favorite. I think he he lasted longer than those two. Yeah. Um, and he has a little I mean, he has the longest amount of episodes. Yes. Yeah. And he um, he had more companions than anybody too. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. He had more companions than any of them because um, uh, uh, well Smith had two at the same time, but you know. Yeah. Um. But you know, and I, I, have, I have high hopes for Capaldi. He's a hell of an actor, and uh, he's going to bring something different. Going to yeah. bring a little. Oh yeah, he's, he, they say he's going to be probably edge. he's going to be approached the, the darkest doctor. Yes, of the series, which is going to be awesome. I know if you go on YouTube, there's I think it's like was it the greatest movie insults of all time? One of his scenes mm-hmm. from I, forgot, I don't know what movie it's from, but he in one of his scenes where he's just going off on somebody, it's. Hilarious, mm-hmm. and so it's like it shows kind of that good range that he has. But this is our time travel episode, so we're discussing for our main topic about time travel, where we go, how we get there. Of course, we all know how Cody would get there, which is <laughs> via the TARDIS. I mean, he does have the Hoovian pin on his hat right now, so two of them. I have a wibbly wobbly timey wimey on the side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna discuss that rules for time travel, favorite time travel movies, and such, but. Coming up next, it's what we're reading, and uh, yeah, you won't want to miss that, because I bet you Cody's going to go off on, on my selection for this week, especially when I discuss, we uh, discuss more about that. Again, what we're reading, coming up next on Down and Nerdy. Stay tuned.
Alright comic book nerds, it's time when we open up our comic books and delve into the art, the writing, and whether or not you should pick up or, or drop a certain series or run, it's time for what we're reading, and Cody, you can go first. Alright, I read something this week. Yes you did! Yay! Yay! Uh, it's, it's the time travel episode, so I went in the Wayback Machine. Uh, 2009, I started the four comic series of Sinister Spider-Man, Dark Reign. Nice. Now, I I looked at it and I saw I, you know I kind of read a synopsis on it. I was like, this is interesting because it's Matt Gargan, yeah, Scorpion, yeah, has now been fused with the symbiote, with none of Eddie Brock in it. Wow. Norman Osborn's president. Uh huh. J. Jonah Jameson's mayor. Yep. They have made this Spider-Man. They're calling him Spider-Man. Yeah part of the Avengers he's living in Avengers Tower everyone thinks he's Spider-Man so everybody loves him yet he's going after these bad guys and like biting limbs off or just eating them whole wow <laughs> I mean it's 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 like and, and then he'll like he'll like catch the bad guy in front of everybody and girls will run up oh I love you he'll start making out with them <laughs> and, but he loves like eating people See, the thing, <laughs> the thing about Spider-Man is, like, one of the most... I think one of the characters I think that's been not underdeveloped, but at least has had a spotlight on I'd like to at least see him get his own movie or something like that, or be, be a, one of a major villain in the Spider-Man movie, is Scorpion. He's, that would be interesting. Because he likes that he's a creation of J. Jonah Jameson and, you know, Matt Gargan. I mean, it's it's just... You know, he was pretty much made to hunt Spider-Man, you know, and, and just... He was one of those guys, like, even when you play the video games... You know, just his armor and the way he is—it's just—it's amazing. But I'm scared for them to do that now. Why? Oh, because a fucking well, rhino. Well, yeah. <sighs> Scorpion mech suit. Oh, jeez. <sighs> but anyways, I, at least not the amazing run. I want yeah. to do something different. But uh, um, so he's got like uh, he's hooking up with hookers and shit. Wow, strippers. <laughs> and uh, he uh, like the first guy he killed was or first guy he got was he didn't kill him. He just bit his arm off. Me. <laughs> Um, and you know, then it shows Jonah. You know, after a press conference, a psychiatrist stops him who works in the asylum or whatever, and yeah, tells him he has a way of rehabilitating the supervillains. And Jonah pretty much says "fuck off." So the guy does and goes back there and talks to him all one on one, and then tells him all he's the redeemer, and he's going to rehabilitate. He wants to rehabilitate the man who put them all there, the Amazing Spider Man. So you mentioned like he's doing all these things like, with with hookers and the. Is there still like a, a, a like a love line like with Mary Jane? No, 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 no. He's not Spider Man. He lives in Avengers Tower. Okay. Um, but here's the here's the thing with the hooker is you see the chick dancing on the table in Avengers Tower and yeah. Osborne's like, who the fuck is she? Come over here, talk to me. You're supposed to do what you're told. You bit this dude's arm off. You know how am I supposed to explain that? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then you see. Jonah, after a hard day of work, walking into his apartment, goes up to his bedroom, and there's Hooker Chick spread out bloody all over his bed. Whoa! So, in other words, Gargan's going after Jameson and trying to ruin his life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where that ended, with Hooker Chick sprung out of the bed, <laughs> dead. Damn. Yeah. So I mean, this is I mean Norman Osborn. Even though he's president, he's still Norman Osborn. It's not like, oh, I'm good now. It's, no, he's still Norman. He knows. He's, yeah. He knows that's Matt Gargan. Yeah. And that's the it's the black suit. It's not like he is he looks like Spider Man. Yeah. It's the symbiote, and you could tell. 
But everybody's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. People are stupid. But then you get, you know, that kind of reflects society. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of stupidity, <laughs> uh, I, as you know, I'm reading the Hulk series. And it was originally written, the first four issues were written by Mark Wade, and now Gary Dugan has taken over. And they're, the first four issues dealt with who shot Bruce Banner. And, you know, it, it was interesting. It was an interesting run. You know, at first I was kind of like, really, because as it came out by the time Original Sin came out, I was like, okay, who shot the Watcher? So I'm like, really, is Marvel just going to go on this who shot campaign? Trying to figure out. But the thing with with who shot Banner was, it was, it, it starts off in at S.H.I.E.L.D. And there's an agent, like an assassin that shot Banner. And you don't know if the agent's Hydra or what or who it is. And it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Because my guess is, Hey, maybe it's Black <coughs> Widow. You never know. What you know, whatever. But they give him in, in issue three. Uh, Tony Stark gives him surgery, and they put the extremists in his brain. So that, and it was pretty much like, okay, he's not stupid anymore because as when we first started talking about the original run, it's like that's a big problem. Like he was mentally challenged. Like, oh my god, they really did this, and a lot of people flipped out about it. So that issue was like, we fucked up. Here's how we're gonna fix it. But now it, it, it delves into like, okay, he has the extremists and now he's smart. But the thing is, is what does he know? You know, and it ties into uh, kind of I, an arc I read too, which is the original sin, uh, comic, which is Iron Man versus Hulk. And it explains how Tony Stark had a hand in Bruce Banner becoming the Hulk by, you know, him and, him and Banner had this whole argument and Tony was drunk and Tony went to the bomb and he just fuck with the bomb yeah I stopped reading after it's two issues yep um, my head is hanging in shame right now so yeah um, so but the thing is with this arc you know like I said it's 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 written by by Gary Dugan and the pencils are done by Mark Bagley inks are done by Dan Hennessy and colors are done by Jason Keith the art is phenomenal it's very detailed art but the writing and I'll, you know it like I said they're deviating away from the original Run it was supposed to be on, and you're going with this what's called the Omega Hulk run. Now here's the problem with this: if you've read Iron Man vs. Hulk, Bruce Banner says, "I." And this is my thing with gamma radiation. He's like, "I want to use it to you know, I can solve world hunger by creating this whole cold storage thing with it. I can cure diseases with it, you know." And then in issue five, he's pretty much the Hulk full time now. And Hulk is smart, and he says, you know what? I want to rid the world of gamma-induced humans. So It's like, wait a minute. You, like, you, you want to get rid of humans who are good and like are kind of like the Hulk. You know, they can transform into these huge things and save and help people, but you want to, like, stop them and revert them and cure them. It's like, you're... No, dude. It's... 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 It's really stupid because the thing is too is like the way they write the Hulk too the way that Dugan writes Hulk is if Hulk is his own person like when he talks about Bruce Banner he talks about him as if they're not the same person he's like well Banner was this and whatever like he talks as if you know he doesn't say like Hulk this or Hulk that he's like very you know smart talking and stuff like that and he's like don't call me Hulk because that's what my captives Call me, call me Doctor Green. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! I, oh, no. 
I'm sure to what's going on in this room. Besides, it's excellent ramifications for the future. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching. It was like reading oh. Doctor's. It was reading like. Uh, it was like reading an episode of Dexter's fucking laboratory <gasps> with the Hulk. Is Michael Bay producing this? Because he's kicking my childhood in the nuts still. <laughs> no. The Hulk is my favorite, and I, I don't want to read this. This is... I don't want to. <laughs> um, oh, God, dude, what are you doing? What are you people doing? What? <laughs> Do you have no souls? Did, you know what? Here's the problem. I bet you these people didn't even read comic books as a kid. That's what it is. They were like some kind of, These are the guys who got fired from the newspapers because they're going to digital. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, man. Really? Why would you screw the Hulk up like that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. There's supposed to be two different people. It's Banner and it's the Hulk. Like, you see... Dr. Green? Are you freaking serious? Dr. Green. Yes. He says, don't call me Hulk anymore. Call me Dr. Green. And Banner, like I said, it's not like Banner and him are separate. Because there's a panel where you see Banner screaming inside of Hulk's eye. But Hulk acts as if Banner is, like, not part of him anymore. Like he's Hulk full time. He doesn't like revert at all. It's 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 insane. And uh, and and you know, with me, it's like I like the Hulk. He's like I said, he's one reason why I started reading the Hulk. So you know what? I want to dive into it. I want to read about him. You know, I want to get back into it. And especially coming off the Avengers, because like wow, they actually like redid him in a really awesome way. <clears throat> oh yeah, they did great. And now I'm like, oh god, why? Like why did you? I mean, you you did right by making him smart again, but did you have to start? And he even said like, it is they they go, well, what about finding who shot Banner? And he said, well, that's not important. I'm like, are you shitting me? That's the whole arc. This thing was built upon. The first issue is Banner. Covering his face, and then it says, "Who shot Banner?" That's what it was based off. Of. Now you're going with this whole Omega Hulk thing. It's like I want to read the world of of Gamma Ray. Why did Wade leave? Um, they said it was because he wanted to work on other projects. They said he was. It was kind of like the so uh, four issues in. I want to go work on something else. It was I'm kind bored of with this. it was kind of like that. it wasn't like he was fired at all. It was because oh. it was the whole Guillermo del Toro thing, where it's like I'm working on a million different things. I have to walk away from this project, and so I bring in Dugan, and it's just like. No, man. Like, Wade, it's like, Wade actually, like, he just corrected it. Like, it was getting It's good. not like he's the artist. No. He's the writer. You know, you know what? You should have had the arc written before you ever started the arc. Yeah. That's... Oh, jeez. I have a headache. But that's the thing. Oh my god! It's, it's so like sad, man. I'm gonna give it like I, I before I I'm, this to me does we got a new rating system in Cody where it's either pull where you add to your weekly pull pick up you know in your case Spider Man you would pick it up. I pick it up. I'm having fun with it and I'm interested to see what happens in the next four. It's only a four comic stretch. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens in the next three. But uh, that's why I up. that's why my comic runs are like Deadpool versus uh, X Force. So, so it's pull, pick pull, up, and drop. Pull, pick up, and drop. Yeah. And okay, I, ha- I think there's another one for this Hulk comics. Burn it? In a dumpster. <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> dumpster That's fire. Dumpster fire, that shit. I would say drop. Oh to, me, to me, this is a drop, but I would say this. I want to at least give it at least two more issues. I want to see how it's going to go, you know? And But I'm going to give it to issue seven, and it doesn't captivate me by then. Like, way did. Like I said, okay, the first issue, I'm like, really? They made this? Yeah. And so I'll give it. Two more issues. Issue three turned it around. 
give it two more issues. If they don't do it, I'm, I'm dropping it. And what I might do is I might pick up Savage Hulk and stuff. I don't know where the guys live, but if any of you out there listening know where Wade or Dugan live or where they hang out or whatever, I ask you one thing. Find them, see them. If you come across them, double leg takedown, get them out, short elbows. <laughs> 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 Maybe you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" The rest of you are like, "Fuck yeah, John Jones style. What's up, bitch?" So <laughs> yeah. he's not fighting. Like the, the fight got postponed till January. I know. It's sad. They're so high. I'm so excited for that fight. <laughs> well, they kind of fought before. The they did. They fucking threw each other off a stage. It's awesome. Yes. Okay. But so. no, for me, it's a drop. And you know, like I said, I'm gonna give a couple. I, I say this. Give it a couple of issues. Give it at least issue seven. Doesn't captivate you, totally drop it. Like I said, if, I, if it doesn't captivate me by issue seven, uh, I'm gonna drop it and I might pick up Savage Hulk. I don't know, I haven't read it yet. Um, but I at least, I at least want to have at least one Hulk comic, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's just one of, those, one of those things where it's like, I've never really dropped a comic before. I mean, you know, you know it, it, so it's, it's kind of weird. Because I'm very OCD when it comes to buying comics. Like, I have to have the whole series, yeah. I can't stop. I can't have like two issues and that's it. Yeah. You know, unless it's Hulk versus Iron Man because uh, in that case it's like, okay, you found out what happened. There's no reason to go read issues three and four and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, Tony got drunk, mess with the bomb, Bruce Banner is Hulk, that's it. Stupid. But coming up next, it's our nerd news segment and more fat, angry guy nerd rage is going to be unleashed. We're going to be talking about Marvel, how they're ditching original, the origin films. Frank Miller has a couple of takes on the Dark Knight trilogy, and uh, we're going to be discussing how and why Microsoft wanted to make Tomb Raider an exclusive on the Xbox One. Stay tuned. More Down Nerdy come up next. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Nerd News! <laughs> Alright. So the first Nerd News story, Cody, we're going to be dealing with, we actually teased this in the last segment, is so Marvel's coming out, of course, with Doctor Strange. Yes. However, they came out and said... Yeah, it's not going to be an origin movie, and pretty much, pretty much scrapping the idea for their future films of doing origin films. Pretty much saying, "Hey, we're pretty much done with them." So my question is, is what is this good? First of all, is it smart? And B, do you think we're going to see more studios like Warner Brothers, whatever, go away from origin films? I don't know. Um, I don't think you know, when it comes to doing, they they say they're not going to do an origin film. They have to do some kind of origin at the beginning. They have to explain why it's this way. Most of your viewers didn't read the comics. Right. Which is a problem nowadays. But still. Um, see, this is why you should have been nerds. Um, but, uh, you know, you got to give some sort of origin at the beginning. You have to. Starting in the middle, okay, I can see that. I mean, it's... They kind of did it with Guardians. Yeah, well, they did the smart way. They did the smart way. Though. Yeah, they didn't like they didn't like do it like in your face. Like, hey, here's how I did. It. But like, this is according to Devin Faraci of Bass Digest. He said, you know, about Marvel's Doctor Strange film. He said, for Doctor Strange, they've had a script in the house forever. He said during the meet the movie press interview, uh, it is pretty standard origin story for Doctor Strange. They had Baron Mordo as a bad guy. Yeah, um, and then he continues to go on and say. That's all gone. Marvel's new thing is no more origin stories, so the Doctor Strange movie is no longer has an origin. It begins in medias res. This also could be one of those things where they're like, let's throw this out there, say we're going to do this, and see if people revolt. Right. You know, kind of like they I did with think, Ninja Turtles, it still doesn't make it any better. But. See, the thing is, like, it's not angry for me. Like, I'm like, okay, if you want to do it, it's fine, because I'm somebody of like, 
you know, certain, you know, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of origin stories. However, now they're getting into phase three, pretty much. Yeah. They're getting to the era of we need to know, you know, they're getting the era of lesser known origins. So it's like, like for example, yeah. like you're getting, if you're getting to like, like it hasn't been confirmed, like Black Panther and of course Doctor Strange, which has been confirmed, um, you know, Luke Cage, Luke Cage or whatever. You don't know the origin story, so we kind of do need something. But if you're doing like a Spider Man or Batman or Superman, we don't need origin stories anymore. If you're no. gonna, if you're if they're gonna reboot. Batman again, or Spider-Man, or whatever. They don't need an origin story. You just start off. That's like, that's, that's what's happened. That's the problem with the reboots is they either keep doing the origin story over and over and over again. But um, yeah, I, you don't need it. No, but I think that. But I think that. But of Doctor all Strange the movies might. that, one thing is, of all the movies that need it, need one. Yeah, Phase Three movies, and on, I think definitely need one because you know you're going to talk about. Doctor Strange, you know, Ant-Man, because they're not doing the Hank Pym story, they're doing Scott Lang for Ant-Man. I just saw something. What? What if they're not going to do the origin origin movies, but add the origin into other movies? Yeah, like kind of like a flashbacky kind of thing? Or kind of like, you know, not really flashbacky, but, if, you know, we're in... Let's see, uh, where, where can I go with this? Um... Who's had their own? All right, say, say they decided to do a Falcon movie. We've already gotten Falcon's origin. Yeah, they don't need to do Falcon like that type of thing. Oh, okay. Where they've already given his origin in another movie. Yeah. So just, now they can give him his it, own movie. It's like a spinoff with that minus the origin, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's pretty interesting. That's actually smart. <laughs> that would be that would be a cool way. To, but where are you gonna do that with Doctor Strange? That's true because the only the only thing in all the Marvel movies that's had Doctor Strange, I believe, is in the first Iron Man where he's driving by, you see his stained glass window. Yeah. That's the Easter egg. It's the only thing of Doctor Strange you, you've seen. I, I, and, and I believe I said it. I believe it's in the first Iron Man film. Yeah. But um, other than that, yeah, there's no talk about Strange except for Winter Soldier when he's like, when, what's that? I can't think of his name, but he's on the rooftop. He says, we've had eyes on you, Stephen Strange. And then it's yeah. like, you know, that's the thing. You know, <coughs> so it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, Certain heroes don't need origin stories totally anymore. Like I said, like you're, the ones people know of, like Superman doesn't need one, Batman doesn't need one, Spider Man yeah. doesn't need one, you know. But the the minor characters, like for like I said, if they're doing Ant Man, they're doing Strange. There's rumors about them doing an Inhumans movie. You need those, yeah. Because you know, people don't read those type, those comics. People, you know, people who read comics read comics, but they don't read the Doctor Strange. Like, I would love to get into Doctor Strange. He's actually part of the original Sin arc, and he's actually mm-hmm. one of as much as I'm not really digging the original Sin. Arc, um, he's actually one of the better things about. It. He's teamed mm-hmm. up with Punisher. <laughs> well, I mean, it can go either way, you know. I, 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 I don't know. It for for those of us who who know the origin story already. Yep. Or if you don't know the origin story, hey, guess what? You don't read the comics. Go to the databases. Go to the wikis. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. Read, people. Read. Yes. And speaking of, you don't even have to have books anymore. They have the interwebs. Yes. Or just go to watchmojo.com and they have like the, all the like five minute, eight minute videos mm-hmm. on YouTube of like, here's the origin story. <clears throat> yeah. Here's the comics we took it out of and stuff like that. So, speaking of origin films and just adapting characters, Frank Miller <sighs> did Sin City, he did probably literally probably one of the darkest takes on Batman. Pretty much everything mm-hmm. Frank Miller touches just goes dark and shit. He's the Tim Burton and, of comics. Yes. And by, <laughs> and, I said, and by shit, I mean, I don't mean like, oh, this stuff sucks. I mean like, the city is destroyed and just... He takes it and makes it his own. Yeah, he makes it, he makes it, makes it very end of days like. Yes. 
Um, so he was he did an interview with who else but Playboy, and he was asked about you know certain characters and the adaptations. So he's talking about he was asked about Daredevil Electra and just like do you agree with you know the fact that uh, uh, the, the two comics you wrote were lousy you know in some of his movies. And he's like, how do you feel with that? And Miller was when I said, you know, when people come out to the movies about characters I worked on, I always hate them. I have my own idea about what the characters are. Like, I mean, I can't watch a Batman movie. I've seen pieces of them, but I generally think, no, that's not him. And I walk out of the theater before it's over. But the thing that got a lot of people, though, was when he was asked about the Dark Knight trilogy. And, this, and the interviewer for Playboy asked after that, he said, does this apply to the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? And Miller said, quote, it includes all of them. I'm not condemning what he does. I don't even understand it, except he thinks that he owns the title Dark Knight. He's about 20 years too late for that. It's been used. So you said that pretty much you, there's something that, about he said in the interview that ticked you off. But my thing is I want to discover is, like I said, he's entitled to his own opinion. But I, what does this say about, you know, the kind of... Uh, not limitations, but just the agreements and just how writers are treated on set compared to directors, you know, by the studios. Well, he wasn't even a writer on the movies. No, I know that, but I'm saying, like, when you, just in general, like, when you see, you know, hey, we're going to write this, and we want to write it as this, and then the studio says, no, we want it as that, well, you know. Well, I think, I think this goes into the, uh, the whole, like, well, Tim Burton thing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Tim Burton was supposed to do Superman. Oh, yeah. I, yeah I, there's a documentary coming out, and I can't wait to see it. And you it. know who he was, he was supposed to play Superman? Nick Cage. Yeah. No. Should never happen. Glad it never happened. <laughs> Kevin Smith was supposed to write it, too. <clears throat> no. No, Kevin Smith wrote it. Yeah. And then Tim Burton came in and fired Kevin Smith. Um, ah. Yeah. Or something along those lines. But, um... Depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's, it's basically, we're going to make the Dark Knight movies. Fuck Frank Miller. That's how I see they did it. That And this is kind of Frank Miller's rebuttal to that. Right. It's, we're going to put Dark Knight on it. Right. But it's not going to be the Dark Knight. Right. We're going to give him a fucking, like, futuristic tank-looking thing and, you know, a lisp and... Set it in a very much realistic world. I don't even think it was set in a realistic world. Really? I think... Frank Miller was more realistic than this shit. Wow. I, I mean, because I, the only thing I liked about the trilogy was Joker. Right. It's the only thing I liked about it at all. I think the... What the, what the fuck do they call that vehicle? Which one? The, oh, the one in the... Oh, the Tumbler. The Tumbler. Yeah, that's real. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Schumacher had better Batmobiles, okay? Oh. <laughs> um... I, the Tumblr was ridiculous. I think no way in hell should Batman have anything like that. Right. It's He's supposed to have it sleek. There was no, nothing like that in Frank Miller's. Yeah, that's actually like as much <laughs> flack as people, even I, have given Batman for Superman for everything. Like, they're, they're involved too many characters, this or that. When you saw a picture of, him, of Batman from like, the Batmobile, you're like, that's how that Batmobile is supposed to Batmobile. look. Batmobile. Yes. Not a freaking giant 18-wheeled freaking looking I don't even know what the hell it is tank with a bike inside of it yeah and, oh god no dude stop we had a couple of them did it, did it have one on each side no what so, what the wheels it, yeah yeah it had like two monster truck wheels pretty much on like each side and they both turned into 
No, that's right. The whole thing came out of the front. It was the two front, front wheels. Yes. That, yeah, they combined. Yeah, and they just shot out. And, and then Anne Hathaway stole it. But yes. uh, <laughs> she can steal everything. Hey, yeah, there hey, you go. hey, she can steal anything. You see on that bike? Yeah. I, no, I no, I never saw her on the bike. I saw pictures. Okay. I didn't get that far. I didn't get past. I I'm bad. I couldn't do. I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's what, that was one of your biggest. Thomas rights. Jane being freaking. Not Thomas Jane. What's his name? Was that Thomas? No. Tom was, Hardy. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Thomas Whatever. Jane. Thomas Jane was Punisher, kind of. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Tom Hardy. You know, doing his best Sean Connery impression, wearing a training mask. You know. It, yeah. No. 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 He's wearing one of those like elevation no. masks. They should just given. They should just cre- made it a whole different character and given him a different name. I'd have been fine with that. You don't call him somebody he's not. Right. Fucking people. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, that was your biggest problem. But like I said, it's 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 like this thing is like we only want to call the Dark Knight, and it's not how Miller wrote. Like I didn't read the Miller run, but I know it was literally like I, I read I read a lot about it, mm-hmm. and I know it's one of the darkest darkest things. Like Batman has a fucking tank in it. Pretty much, he gave Batman a tank in the in the run. So I mean, I mean. That's where I think maybe they got the Tumblr idea from, I think. But as far as I think he, when his thing was like, hey, they're going to call it The Dark Knight, but it's not based off of what I've written. Yeah, here's the kind of the problem with that. So I can understand that. I just think that, you know, it speaks more volume of like, you know, like I said, I know he didn't write, you know, a lot of the, stu- the movies that his characters were adapted from. But, you know, I think it's, it speaks more of like when a writer does, is on a movie and he writes a script. Right, as soon as the script's done, writer has no say pretty much yeah. whatsoever. You know, because I mean, it's all the director and yeah. and studio and the script supervisor. But honestly, though, the script supervisor just makes sure that they get the script supervisor just makes sure that uh, the shots get shot the way they're supposed yeah. to in the scenes and everything like that. That's pretty much it. It's you know, script supervisor. I've, I've directed films. I've worked with script supervisors and stuff like that. And it's just yeah, it's just about like hey, we gotta shoot this time, whatever kind of kind of like a producer kind of thing. But no, it's like when you're a writer and you say hey, here's a script. Soon as you hand that script, you have no fucking say in, in how the movie turns out. Because we've seen that many times with many writers, and they see movies like man, that's not how I wanted it. That's not how mm-hmm. I you know envisioned it and stuff like that. And, oh yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> granted, it's like it's like you know in comics when you have. A writer and you, he's hands off. You know the writing, and it's up to the colorist to get the colors right and just the tone of it. Mm-hmm. You know that's what it is. And if the colorist fucks up and pretty much makes it to where like okay, he doesn't get the tone right, how the word's supposed mm-hmm. to be, or just the total inflection of it, the comics just messed up. You set up, you lose that tone. It's like mm-hmm. with writing. It's like when you write something and you see a line, you read a line, and how it's delivered and how it's portrayed, what's going on around it. It, it, it's different, you know, and, and it's going to cause that thing. So I think that, you know, writers, I, I think writers should be, have more of a say when it comes yeah. to film. Because it's like, okay, I understand at the end of the day a movie is going to be a director's vision, but I think that when you look at it, though, writers definitely need to have that say. They need to be able to put their foot down and say, no, we're not doing it. We're sticking yeah. to the script. You know, we're like, okay, if, if you want to change it, make it as slightly as you can and not totally, you know, waste my time for what I spent writing this. Okay. But... For our next story, speaking of having... Well, hold on. Before we go on, I had a bitch. Oh, that's right. You did have a bitch. You had the Damn, fan, dude. You had the angry fat guy. discuss this. I'm sorry. Okay. Now, I've said fuck you, Christopher Nolan, because, you know, his, his thing. Fuck you, Frank Miller. Fuck you up your stupid asshole. 
Frank Miller actually said when they asked him about his characters and how he feels about those characters, he said they're just lines on the page. I am never going to read anything ever done by Frank Miller ever again. Ever, 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 ever. That is, you put, you, <laughs> I've never heard a writer yeah. create something and then say, ah, it's just words on the page. Yeah, George R. R. Martin didn't say that, even though he killed half of them. <laughs> uh, you don't hear people say that. You, they, they, there's, there's got to be some kind of connection. I'm writing something right now. I got to have some kind of connection to it. I love these characters yeah. that I'm writing. Yeah. It, it kills me when I have to hurt someone or kill someone. Just you know, I mean, I don't have to, but it kind of helps the story along. You got to sometimes you got to have that you know no moment, you know. Yeah. And so, but it kills me. It, it takes something out of me. Having to do stuff like that. Oh, God. How can you create something and then say it's and just have, lines I, on the page? Yeah, and just create something that's not having emotional attachment. To oh, it. my God. That right there shows me, Frank Miller, it's all about the money with you. Fuck you. Well, that's why I say Sin City. That's why Sin City, uh, David Kilfoy is getting shitty reviews right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's why it also took like seven years for it to get made, pretty much. Yep. Fuck you, Frank Miller. But going down to our third story, we talked about this before. Last week, James and I talked about Microsoft making an Xbox One exclusive. It literally broke like an hour before we recorded it. So Microsoft pretty much came out, and Eurogamer, um, you know, they released a full transcript of the Gamescom discussion we had with Xbox head Phil Spencer about the deal between Microsoft and Square Enix. And Spencer said, you know, pretty much, quote, other people can do the deal, but it was a deal that fit well with us, and I think it could help the franchise in the long run and help Crystal and Square with us, and us. And he also mentioned how Xbox's lack of action-adventure games to rival like the Uncharted series for Sony played the major role into saying, hey, we want to make this an exclusive. Now, it's been reported that it's a timed exclusive. The only problem with that, though, is Left 4 Dead was a timed exclusive on the Xbox 360, Never was re- released on the PS3, so that's the thing. So it's 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 you know when you read this, and and I want to give you some things before you know we we dive into this even more. The last Tomb Raider game that we all played, you James and I played, and we all mm-hmm. beat it, and we all enjoyed it. Um, about six million units on multi platforms of that game were sold, uh, and total that, PS4. That's 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 uh, what um, one one thousandth of the world. Yeah. By Which 1, is pretty good. Yeah. And then, you look at PS4s, 10 million of them have been sold since launch. It just came out like a couple of days ago that they sold 10 million PS, PS4s. And they're kicking Xbox's ass in the console war right now. Well, yes. There's a reason for that. Because PS4's better. I've never had a PlayStation get Red Ring of Death. Yeah. They had the yellow light, but that's a rarity. Very. Um, okay. Are you ready for me now? I'm ready for you now. Two things. Okay. You're fucking liars. It's money, 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 money. That's what that's all about with Microsoft. Money, money, money. Guess what? If you want to put out an exclusive game, a game that's only for one console, don't put out the first one on multiple consoles and then make the second one for one freaking console. Well, like I mentioned last week, you look at something like Titanfall, which was an Xbox exclusive. Now, Titanfall 2 is going to be a multiple platform game. So, so on PS4, you can only get the second one. You can't play the first one. Right. Okay, yeah, see? God, you, it's all about the money. You don't want to fucking admit it. Square Enix, you're stupid for doing it. 
you would make way more money on multiple platforms. Right. Especially if you're putting PS4 on there. Oh, my God. Stupid, stupid, stupid people. That's my two things. It's Microsoft, it's all about the money. You're fucking lying about it. And do not put out one game on multiple platforms and then the second game exclusive. So what you just did was you're you're playing the game of the pusher. First taste is free. Right. Now, if you want the second taste, you got to go buy yourself a fucking Xbox. But the thing is, though, you read the comment section and everybody's like, and the thing is, they think that, you know, okay, if you're going to buy an Xbox One now, but here, you know they're going to buy like a bundle package or whatever. thing is, though, people already have their their, their next-gen consoles. A lot of people already have them. Nobody's going to go out and buy an Xbox One that already has a PS4 just for Tomb Raider. Yep. You know, if that was a fact that people would just buy an Xbox just for Halo, but nobody does that. You know, it, that's the thing. And the, what, what I just realized just now is, actually realized, you know, actually about an hour ago when I was rereading this, the article, and a couple of weeks ago, Xbox had seen where they laid off a bunch of people. A bunch mm-hmm. of people. And now they're shelling out tons of money to make it an exclusive for Tomb Raider. What the fuck? You know, it's like, we're going to have a ton, like, like pretty much 30% of our workforce... And we're going to, but we're, but we're going to spend. And it has been amount, you know, it has been announced how much money the deal's worth. But we're going to make it a, a, a holiday exclusive, a timed exclusive. And we're not sure, you know. Screen is like, oh, we're not sure if we're going to release it for multiple platforms. I think they will. I least want, I, I like to have at least one glimmer of hope. Because if you're Square Enix, even though you're it's an exclusive, you have to look at the numbers. That's the bottom line when it comes to his numbers. You have to look at it and say, there's not that many Xbox Ones being sold. You know, we're, we're going all in to see how, you know, to help yep. out Microsoft on this. But at the end of the day, there's a lot more PS4 gamers. There's a lot more PC gamers out there. Yeah. And that's what it pissed off the most was PC gamers. You know, I mean, PS4, yeah, because it originated on PlayStation. But PC gamers were like, what the actual shit? Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like... We spend, you know, you spend your money on a PS4, but when you spend a, 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 the money you spend to build... A gaming PC. It's a thousands of dollars. Yeah, it, and those these guys, yeah, I don't understand exclusive games. Period. Unless they're, of course, unless it's a game made by Sony or a game made by Microsoft. Yeah, I can see why you want it to be exclusive. But no, don't do it with everything else, man. See, the thing is, like, I'm also like one of those people where like I don't understand DLC. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't understand taking parts of a game out and saying, hey. For twenty dollars, you can have this. Oh God, that yeah, that that got me with the Batman games. Yeah, a Harley Quinn exclusive and a Mister Freeze exclusive, and people I didn't wow. buy them. I didn't buy them, but people were Nightwing. playing. Yeah, but people I didn't buy them. People were like, yeah, the storylines with these they weren't that great. <laughs> like they were. Yeah, I paid for this. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know it's just like you know we pay for the the, the was it they had like the five Batman skins from like all the eras for the Batmans. Yeah, for, for Arkham City. And it's like, okay, cool. I mean, I granted, I didn't buy them, but I did something where I, a buddy of mine had it, and I played as as Batman Forever, as Batman, uh, not Batman Forever, um, Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. and I, it was awesome. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But it's just like, you know, it comes down to, yeah, like you said, it, it just comes down to money. And it's just like, you know, when you're Microsoft, and I understand you want to get back into the game, and I understand you don't have an Uncharted, you know, but... Honestly, though, the best way to get new people is to make your own IP, make your own game, you know, or at least 
get go through like a Square Enix or somebody like a Naughty Dog or somebody and say, hey, let's make an action adventure game for you know for us. Mm-hmm. You know, like what Sony did with Uncharted and Naughty Dog. You know, don't go to somebody and say, hey, we're gonna buy this. You know, we're gonna we're gonna make this an exclusive. They didn't buy the property, but they just made it exclusive. And like I said it's been named a time exclusive. They don't know how long. They're saying it might just be for the holiday, you know, season. But um, you know, Christmas era and stuff like that. But that, that's what scares me because, like I said, Left 4 Dead is a time exclusive, but it still hasn't been released on multiple other platforms. So that's the thing, and that's that's just the issue. So I, like I said, I I understand why they wanted Tomb Raider because they wanted to rival Uncharted. But at the end of the day, a lot more people I think are going to go with Uncharted than Tomb Raider mm-hmm. because because the thing is, like I said, okay, we don't have Tomb Raider. And so again, this is what's helping Sony out because Tomb Raider gets released, and then Uncharted gets released months after it. Uncharted's gonna kick Tomb Raider's ass because there's more people that bought a PS4. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy this. Like it's gonna, you know, compared to Tomb Raider, and then it's gonna force Square Enix's hand. They're gonna be okay. We gotta make this multiple platforms. Did they not remember last Christmas? Do they not remember that at all? What happened last Christmas? This is what happened last Christmas. PS4 and Xbox One came out, right? Right. What happened? 12 hours later, people are sending their fucking Xbox back because it was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, what was it? 25% of them went back? Yep. Really? You're going to trust this company? Yeah. Especially when it's just laid off a bunch of their developers. Yeah. Oh, good job, guys. Fantastic. And... So again, you know, not to beat the shit out of Microsoft, but again, it's just like I'll beat the shit out of them. It's, Fuckers. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's like a lot of these moves. It's just one of those head scratching moves where it's like, don't bullshit us and say it's about one thing. Oh, we didn't have an extra adventure game, then fucking make one. You know, like, right? Contract one out. You know, say hey, we need an action adventure game. Who's the biggest name out there that can make one for us? That's not Naughty Dog. That has exclusive with Sony. Whoever, and I understand Square Enix is one of them. But it's like, don't be like, hey, we're going to take a property and make it ours or just, you know, make it a, a time exclusive for our system exclusively and piss off everybody else. Because not only have Microsoft, has Microsoft fucked up their name and their reputation, they fucked up Square Enix's. Oh, yeah. And Crystal Dynamics' reputation with this. Yep. So, I mean, other than that, that's just, we don't know where it's going to go. But one thing we do know it's going is going to be a Series 8 of Doctor Who. And again, Pierre Capaldi is going to be the, the eighth. The, was well, he not the eighth Doctor? He's the thirteenth. Thirteenth. He's well. He's okay. Well, There's two ways you can split it up. You told me this. He's either the twelfth or the thirteenth. He's the thirteenth, and you know, but they're going to call him the twelfth because when they did the fiftieth anniversary episode, they brought in John Hurt, who was between eight and nine. Right. But that was after Matt Smith was already the Doctor, so it was kind of like, oh shit. So they call him the War Doctor. Okay. Capaldi's going to be 12. Yeah. But they do say in the 50th anniversary, in the 50th episode, all 13 doctors. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you got, I got here, writers, directors, and uh, episodes that are introducing somebody new who's, or there's one episode introducing somebody new that's, I guess, going to be a regular character. Right. Kind of a, um, you know, I, I guess kind of a, a Jack Harkness type. Right. <clears throat> um, all right. Episode one, Deep Breath. Yes. Written by Stephen Moffat. People we love are going to die. Yes. <laughs> episode two, Into the Dalek. Right off the bat. Second episode, fucking Daleks. Hell yes. Yeah. It, it was the same thing. What was the, okay, was the first thing that had the second, the second episode was the Dalek episode? Yes. Yes. Yes, because the first one was the plastic people. That's right. Um, okay. 
So, because they kind of had it reintroduced to everyone. Well, well, I, knew, I, knew, I knew the first episode was, was the Rose episode in season yeah. one, but I didn't know if Donald was like season, it was like episode three or four. I, I believe, I, I, yeah, it was episode yeah. two. Uh, the second episode, Into the Dalek, will be introducing Samuel Anderson as Danny Pink. Know nothing about the character? Right. Always a good thing. Written by Phil Ford and Stephen Moffat. People are going to die. People are going to die. <laughs> Robot of Sherwood, episode three. Obviously, we're taking a Robin Hood t- turn here. Yes. Should be interesting. Medieval. Yes. Uh, Mark Gaddis, great writer. Should be a fun episode. He is a fun writer for yeah. the show. Well, I think especially when you have something like a Robin Hood-esque thing, it's going to be very... I think of, of all... Because, you know, from just looking at a lot of stuff, it's going to be a very dark series mm-hmm. this, this time around. I think this might be the one episode that actually has that one ray of light in it. Well, I know. I, I, I think Capaldi is... is Capable of comedy. Oh, he is. He's gonna. He's gonna. There's gonna be some funny moments. He's. He's just gonna be dark yep. on the inside, kind of like Tenant was. Yeah. Tenant, you know, for you know, you haven't gotten there though. But yeah, after Rose left, he still kind of pined for Rose. He still had that that sadness inside of him all the time. Right. <clears throat> um, listen, episode four, written by Stephen Moffat. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Episode five, Tom Heist. Did you see? Do you see the pattern going in people? Stephen Moffat, George R. R. Martin kill people. Yes. Uh, episode five, Tom Heist, written by Stephen Thompson and Stephen. Or, yeah, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Some people are going to die. Time Heist is interesting. Um, uh, you know, because sometimes you can glean a lot from the title, right? <clears throat> Especially now that we're you know seven seasons through. Yeah. Um, we know a lot about what goes on. Um, Listen might have something to do with the silence of those of you who are caught up. Knowing what happened with the silence towards the end, um, that will be a very interesting episode. Uh, time heist, again, don't know anything about it. Um, we don't know really much about any of these, but um, who knows what that somebody might steal a TARDIS. It's happened before. Yeah. The Caretaker, written by Gareth Roberts and Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> Moffat's first is writing every single one of these. So no, every, he's not. Well, not. well, there's like three in a row or four in a row here he doesn't. Right, but still, it's like where you hear Moffat's name again, people are going to die. Yeah, or something really screwed up is going to happen. Yeah, <clears throat> um, the caretaker. Um, don't know much about that one either. Uh, can't really kill kill the moon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> episode seven. I am very interested in because oh god, um, I'm willing to. It sounds to me like it's a someone's you know uh, someone's going to try to destroy the moon. Yeah. Because we have bases on there. We know this. Come on now. Haven't you seen Iron Sky? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who has seen Iron Sky? Oh, I'm sorry. I got drunk at my buddy Nick's house, my buddy <laughs> Nick, and uh, we decided to start watching bad movies on Netflix. <laughs> and that was the worst movie of all time. It, it was, was so bad. It was like, well, remember, it was like the one time we were, we were at your house, we were, we were watching, what was the, the Space Ranger or something like that? Last, last, uh, last Starfire. Last Starfire, yeah. Great movie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anybody who's in their 30s know that's a great movie. <laughs> Mummy on the Orient Express. Do you know nothing about the Orient Express? No, I don't. Okay, wiki. Or Google it. Okay, Google it. Um, but Mummy on the... Uh, I don't know. Flatline uh, is uh, actually... Kill the Moon, Mummy on the Orient Express, Flatline, and... In the Forest of Night, which that is a great title for an episode. Um, those are not written by Stephen Moffat at all. Not wow. even co-written. So we're going to have like four episodes where nobody dies. Um, <laughs> episodes 11 and 12, two-parter, and the season with a two-parter. Dark Water and Death in Heaven. 
Holy crap. Really? Dark Water and Death in Heaven. Now, for those of you who who are caught up, you know that Clara um, is the companion at the moment. We know very little about her. She's not like your normal companion. We know that there was, you know, she showed up way before she became a companion. And some iffy shit happened then. And now she is a companion. We still don't know shit about her. Yeah. I mean, it's like, one thing we do know is that she lives in the same building as Rose. That may not even be in the script. That's just because it's BBC. They have seven actors and three sets. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't doubt if we see Idris Elba somewhere in this season. <laughs> My cousin used to work for the BBC, so it's it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and you see, you see it in a bunch of episodes. Like you know, there was one where it's like a Victorian one, and they had a, this staircase in the front, and then later on, it's the same staircase that they used at uh, uh, Rose's parents' house. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was like, wait, what? <laughs> but um. No, uh, I'm really looking forward to Capaldi uh, and Clara. She is way younger than him, um, you know, in real life, of course. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be um, Jenna Coleman is her name, but uh, it's going to be very interesting. Do you think that this is something like, we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm not going to spoil the ending, but do you think that she has the same type of DNA set that Peter Quill has? Where, you know, because like some. Like I she's half alien? Yeah. Or, or half something. Well, you don't even have to change it, get to give away the ending of Guardians of the Galaxy to tell that. It's all over the internet. Uh, yeah. His dad is Jason. Yeah. You're not going to find that out in the movie, but you can find it out online. I don't think there's any such thing as spoilers anymore. Um, have you seen trailers lately? Yeah, there's no such thing as spoilers exactly. anymore. But no, so like, of all these episodes, which one catches your eye the most? I, I'm, I'm going to the Dalek episode because whenever the Daleks are on there, man, shit goes down. Yeah, I had somebody tell me today. It's actually funny. This happened today. He was talking about, you know, I don't know about watching Doctor Who. I've seen those Daleks. I mean, it looks like you can just kick them over. No, <laughs> I was like, dude, they look like that because that creature was created in 1963. Yeah, they haven't deviated far at all. Yeah. From the original look of a Dalek. Daleks will fuck you up. Yes, they will. They have no remorse. You can't even shoot them because they have the, the force field around that absorbs the fucking bullets. It is insane what Daleks can do. Don't fuck with Daleks. Oh, they just look like a big R2-D2. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Even though I have a sticker on my computer where R2-D2 is looking at a Dalek thing. <laughs> and he says, are you my mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. You can but, see though where they got the R two D two concept from though with oh, yeah. Dalek, you know, yeah. with Daleks. Um, but uh, yeah, and everybody's touched on that. Rugrats even had, think yeah, about it. Rugrats. Yeah, Rugrats. Tom, Tommy's a Tommy's a Time Lord. Yeah, Tommy's a Time Lord. He is. He hangs out with a he hangs out with a ginger. Yes. He has a screwdriver that does all kinds of shit. Yep. And there's actually an episode where um, Chucky is that his name the redhead yeah Chucky is walking through the toy store and on the shelf behind him are Daleks. Yes. Tommy's a Time Lord. Tommy's a Time Lord. <laughs> Tommy Pickles is a damn Time Lord. He is. And he wears a bow tie. And he does wear a bow tie. Bow ties are cool. Yes. Okay. All right. So, we're so gonna... that's going to do it for Nerd News. Coming up next, it's all about time travel. We're going to discuss how we, where we'd go, how we get there, what we rules we have. know how to do it. Well, 1.21 gigawatts. Yes! <laughs> but we're going to discuss where we'd go. We actually had some people sending stuff about how where they would go. And just what rules we would have about time travel, just our favorite time travel movies and such. 
all about time travel. Hop in the fucking DeLorean. Let's go. Let's kick this bitch up 88 miles an hour. We're going to the future next. So, Cody, when uh, I just hit record on this fucking thing for, for the, our main topic, and when this thing gets to about 88 beats per minute, you're gonna be, we're going to be talking about some serious shit. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> nope, we're all about time travel, people. And so we were talking, I was talking to Cody, like, we got to think about main topics, and we didn't do. And we just said, you know, Doctor Who is coming out this week. Two days. Two days. From today, where we're recording this. On a Thursday. What's that? Let's do a time travel episode. So. Yes. Let's. So, okay. First question. Where, like, of course, I think, Cody, I know how you're going to answer this. How would you get to where you're going to go? Stargate. (laughs) 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 That's not actually time travel. No, um... No, it seemed like it sometimes, but no, um, yeah, uh, TARDIS is the coolest, man, because you don't have to worry really about somebody steal, really stealing it in the sense. I mean, people well, have yeah. stolen it, but you don't have to worry about it in the sense. Um, it's not just that; is you don't have to get up to eighty-eight miles an hour. You don't have to do anything, but it, it doesn't really seem like he knows what he's doing. He's just flipping stuff, and sometimes the TARDIS just takes you wherever it wants to take you. Yeah, and that would be fun. It's basically wherever you're needed. You're passing by. You're needed here. Oh shit! TARDIS goes there. Yeah. Um. For those of you who don't know, the classic Doctor Who, where, where this all came from, the reason the TARDIS looks like a blue police box is because yeah. the cloaking mechanism got stuck. Got stuck. It was a blue police box. Because he mentions, Agustin mentions actually one of the, in the early episodes, but I think it was like episode 10 or, or 9, where he's like, yeah, he goes, um, he's like, you can go anywhere. Like, we go to ancient Greece and it'd be a statue. It'd just turn into a statue. It looks like a statue. He goes like, but it could. It, it could. But the cloaking device got stuck. <laughs> so now it's a big blue box. <laughs> yes. And yeah, because it, and it, he stole it. Actually, it was a relic. This thing was in 1963. Okay, now mind you, the Doctor is now now where we're at, close to 2,000 years oldish. Right. We're episode, and where season one picks up, he's about 900. Yes. So, uh, when he took it back in 1963, our time. Yeah. 50 years ago, our time, when he stole the TARDIS, it was in a museum on Gallifrey. He stole it. It was already an antique. He stole an old ass TARDIS. <laughs> so this thing was already broken down, but it is a living, breathing creature, and it will make decisions on its own. Yeah, and its name it is has sexy, a heart. But um, that comes later. <laughs> it does, and it's got a pool in the in the library. Um, yes, it does. It does. <laughs> but uh, no, no, uh, the TARDIS would be super cool. He's got a ton. Of, it, it, think out. You have no clue how big the TARDIS is. Yeah, no clue. Where you're at, you have no clue how big the TARDIS is. Trust me, the TARDIS is massive, massive. Yeah, it's not just a one level. It's, it's yeah. It's got some. It levels. can fit. Yeah, you got a wardrobe area. You got the yeah. pool. You got the library. Well, got, yeah, no, he mentioned that. Like when they were going, when they were with him and Rose, and they landed somewhere. It was the the um, they went back in time, but yeah. like the 1800s or whatever. Yep. And he's like, you can't walk out on that. He goes, wardrobe, down the stairs, down the corridor, take a right, and then go to another left. It's right there. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. And so, yeah, that would be a much more comfortable way to, to travel. I, I would go. Because you can go. You can't, it's not just traveling in time with that, though. You can go anywhere in the universe in time. Yeah. Hey, you want to see how ancient aliens started? Let's go check that out. Yeah. Yeah, this race aliens. Let's see how they started. You know, go back to that. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta go DeLorean because it's just, it's it's cool. Like, just get, get in there. The car can fly. 
You know, okay. it, but but the more I think about it, I will go. I gotta go Tardis. The DeLorean wasn't cool. The the car itself, DeLoreans weren't cool. Ever. Yeah, I know they were. They were pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. Like, that, that's why people. People, you know, when you watch Back to the Future nowadays, and Marty McFly is like, "You made a time machine out of DeLorean." It's not like, "Oh my god, it's amazingly cool." It's like, "Why would you do that?" Out <laughs> of a DeLorean. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, no. Marty. Okay, um, but no, like so, okay. So we both go by Tardis. Now, where would you go? Because I had I saw a couple of people earlier in the week. Um, one person said that they would go actually to Los Angeles back like in the '80s and go watch like, all the best like metal bands, like hair metal bands, and concerts and stuff like that. Just travel the world and just see all that. Um, with all the original band members. I had another person that said that. They would go see like the Mayans and stuff like that, and just go back to the Aztecs and the ancient times and the ruins and stuff. Um, there weren't ruins back then. Well, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> okay, you got a hell of a wardrobe in the TARDIS. Yes, I, I fucking dress up like Ra <laughs> and go bang Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would travel and bang the famous women of the, <laughs> Let's go, of the just earth. Just bastard children throughout these centuries. That's right. Next thing you That's know, right. your son is like Vlad the Impaler, where he's just fat eating a bucket of chicken. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a son, he invents jazzercise. Vlad, Vlad the Inhaler. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> jazzercise? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a kid, like... He just invents jazzercise or something like that. Yeah, it's a fucked up world you created. Be awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, but I, but I, <laughs> I would help populate the world as it is now. Oh Jesus! It'd be fucked. <laughs> no, I, I would. Me, like, okay, I can go anywhere in the world. I can go or anywhere in the universe, pretty much, actually. Anytime, oh god, I I would like to go. I like to go to two places actually. Um, medieval era, I, I'm I'm fascinated by knights mm-hmm. and, and 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 just the dragons and stuff like that and whatever. And fantasy, I'm, I'm I would like to go back to that time. Like I would like to go back to the time of King Arthur, and and just see how that would be. Do you even know when that was? No, the sixth century. Yes, in the sixth century. And there wasn't dragons. Sorry. I, I know. <laughs> That's why I said fantasy, you asshole. I, I'm afraid to go back to that time because I do love that time period. I'm afraid that we go back to that time and it's nowhere where we think it is. Because right. you know, those motherfuckers are going to stink. Yeah. Give me no. It's <laughs> not like Game of Thrones. Bitch ain't shaved, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to be STDs all over the place. Exactly, dude. You're, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, the queen's going to have mouth herpes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's, yeah, it's not going to be pretty time. There aren't going to be pretty people. No. Yeah. Dent- like us. Dent- dentistry wasn't, no, not at all. <laughs> there Dent- wasn't much of medical anything. Dentistry wasn't there. It was like, oh, you got a toothache? How about uh, just a... Uh, now, maybe we could go back and like, you know, this is what a Brazilian is. <laughs> maybe. We could, we could do it. We could do like a Bill and Ted's kind of thing. That would be awesome. Yes. See, nobody mentions... They Bill mention the TARDIS, but they don't mention the, the phone, phone booth. booth. <laughs> that thing would be sucked right into fuck that now. Nah. 
Now, see, here's one that's way underrated that people don't ever think about when it comes to time travel. And it's not a time travel device, but... Is it through, like, cognitive? No, no, no. Well, here... What's the one movie nobody ever talks about when it comes to time travel? The... It was a great movie. <clears throat> was it The Time Traveler? Butterfly Effect. Okay. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Okay. Great movie. And, and, and Donnie Darko as well. Yeah. Donnie Darko, another great movie that had dealt with time travel, and people don't think about those as time travel movies. But they were. Like, like Donnie Darko, it's like, mm-hmm. when I first, I first saw Donnie Darko, we watched it in psych class. Really? Yeah, in college. Oh, wow, nice. We watched it in psych class in college. Um, just to understand the human brain, and just, we talked mm-hmm. about, we literally talked about time travel for a week. It was great. Um, Professor Bob was awesome. That was his name. Professor Bob. Yep. He was awesome. Hi, Professor Bob. You're sure he's listening. Yes. But he, uh, no, we watched Donnie Darko, and it was awesome. And like I said, it was it was really cool because, you know, that, when, that ending, when it showed like, how he was able, why he was showing up where he was, really mind fucks you. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that. Darko sucked, but Donnie Darko was- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that goes really straight to VHS or DVD yeah. sucks. Not everything. There's a couple out there that are all right. Eh. I don't know why I said VHS anymore. Nobody makes those goddamn things. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so so yeah. I mean, we could go back and yeah, we could change shit. But the thing is, though, now that we would change stuff, what do you think some of the some of the conflicts or, or bad things that would happen would be if we changed certain things we talked about we would do? Because like, I would go to the well, future if we too. Teach women to shave their stuff, then I mean that will help everyone. <laughs> That'll make the world a better place. And um, we, t- and we we invent we, soap. Yeah, soap. <laughs> Nitroglycerin. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Fight club. Yeah, we uh, create democracies all over the world. They won't have that shit. No. But no, and, and you know, with with the TARDIS, you automatically translate right everything. So it like you know the TARDIS kind of gets inside of you, all up in you, all up in you, yeah, and uh, and it will translate everything. So you hear them in English, and they hear you in their language. Yeah, yeah. which is great. Um, it's kind of like actually, I'm reading a comic series called Saga, and one of the main characters has this device he has, like it's like a ring, and he wears, and it's a, it's does what that that does. It, it's the same thing in uh, Last Starfighter. They yeah, do that too. Oh yeah, that's yeah, how it works. That's how it works. But I mean, it's just some of the, some of the things like negative things. I mean, it's just it's weird because it's like you know, can you imagine if you went back in time? And this is actually going back to like to a video game moment here. You had like Assassin's Creed Unity, or not, or not Unity. Uh, I, I think it was Brotherhood or something like that. It was Assassin's Creed game, and where you were Native American, uh-huh. and you're helping out the, the the rebels. Can you imagine going back, if you like went back to Revolutionary War time? And the British had one. What that would be like? We'd all be speaking English. Yes. <laughs> we would all have our own Tardises. Yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, you never know. It's like the butterfly effect. Yeah. That's what that was all about. You know, that's what the, the actual um, theory of the butterfly effect is. Yeah. You know, you step out of a time machine and crush a butterfly. Yeah. What's going to happen? That butterfly is not going to flap its wings, not going to cause this plate of grass to... F- move and you know you never know what's going to happen but that's the thing about the doctor is you know there's certain things in fixed time that he can't change right but then there's other things where he's like oh fuck it I'm going to change it anyway fuck you yeah but I mean so speaking of that so like okay we mentioned like how we would get there and and what we would do 
Like I, said, I would want to go to the future. So I'm just, I'm just curious to see if we have hoverboards 50 years from now. <laughs> really You're supposed to have them next year. Damn it! I know. Fuck science. You're slacking, Mattel. What the hell? Right. You make a million Barbies. Oh, air. You know, McDonald's Barbie and this Barbie. God damn it! Make me a hoverboard. I don't need another this Malibu Barbie playhouse. Fuck the mom Barbie. Yes. <laughs> I don't need that. You know, but no. So okay. So so rules about time travel now. Like you get into the rules. I mean, of course, there's always that one rule where you can't bump into your, you know, original self. You go back in time. And they say, "Oh, well, I go back to that time period or redo something." You can't bump into your own self. It's kind of like what Back to the Future Two. You know, where you can't go back in time and bump into or your in own the future. self. Or well, yeah, that's what I meant. You go back in time. It went to the future. In two. Yeah. Fuck me. Then went to the past too, but that's, that's what I said. Into himself. In yes, past. that's what I said. But it was more so in the future. God damn it! Can we just go forward? <laughs> we, that's what we're talking about. I know. So, anyways, going into the future. You know, that's I think that's the one. The one big rule is you just you can't. My rule is, you go with a, a year. You can't go once you're there. You cannot go back to that year. I don't agree to that. Really? I don't agree to the bumping into yourself thing. Really? Why don't you think it's a bad thing? Because the doctors have done it like a bunch of times where they bumped into themselves. They've had like three doctors in the same episode more than once. Oh. Yeah. So, it's not really, you know, if there's two doctors that meet each other, you know what that's called? Paradox. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Doctor Who humor. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. But no, that's the thing. It's just, when you look at it. You look at time travel in general, like, it, it, it'd be cool because you could just see, like, where would you go? And it's thing, like I said, the, the possibilities are endless, you know? It's, and see, we really don't know what would happen, and, or we don't know if it has happened. Right. But, I mean, you know, other than that, it's just, you know, when you look at time travel, Cody, like, what's the one thing that gets you the most excited about time travel? What's something that gets you the most weary of time travel? I don't know. Um, most excited. Well, that your that your well that your well that your 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 seed would live forever because yes. you'd be having sex with every woman, major, female, alien, whatever in in time and history. So, what would be the worry part? Having to pay all that child support? I wouldn't have to pay child support. I'd be the Barney Stinson of time travel. They wouldn't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! You would be that Barney Stinson of the time. My kids would all be a bunch of Star Lords. They wouldn't know who their dad was. You're a horrible person. (laughs) But no, but I'm banging rich chicks. I mean, Cleopatra, Elizabeth the First. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure the kids are set up. Here's a couple bucks. What are bucks? (laughs) We 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 use rubies as as. as cash here. Well, well, you know what's funny about Cleopatra, though, right? She showed off her. This is I used to work at a jewelry store, and I actually learned this. It was actually pretty interesting. To show off her wealth to Mark Anthony, she took a pearl and like put it in a goblet full of like wine and drank it to show off her wealth. What the fuck was the bass player from Van Halen doing what was Jennifer Lopez's <laughs> ex doing with Cleopatra oh, Mark, that's right Mark, who am I th- what was the Van Halen's guitar player's name I have no idea he had some one of those like alright let me google it anyways, so, anyways we're doing that continue with your uh, so no, she, she she, but see she knew she was going to shit it out so it's okay 
Oh, God. I mean, come on, man. I mean, really? It's like, uh, well, I mean, you might not remember this because you moved too young. Um, the Three Ninjas? Yeah. With Tone Loke? Yeah. No, Surf Ninjas. Yeah, I Surf was ninjas. there. I was alive. <laughs> okay, now you remember remember how he got out of the handcuffs? Sound, kind of. I know how the, the main bad guy was being, but I don't, I haven't since been no, a while. They put Tone Loke in handcuffs. Right. And they're like, how'd you get out of the handcuffs? He said, I swallowed the key on Tuesday. <laughs> They're like, how'd you know you were going to need it? I swallowed it every Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Surf Ninjas. Oh, my God. Remember, remember that days, man? We had Surf Ninjas, and then you had uh, the, Three Ninjas tri- the Three Ninjas trilogy, and then you had the... The, the 90s and the 80s, like, late 80s and 90s were like... You had Ninja Turtles that weren't stupid. Yeah. You had... You had Back, back in like the eighties and nineties, man, that was just. I mean, we're deviating a little bit. Well, actually, we're really deviating from our, well, from our main topic. <laughs> no, we're time but, traveling back to the eighties. Yeah, but that was like the era of like the karate movies. You know. Oh God, yeah, dude! Like, like Jonathan that, like, Brandis like, was in a karate movie. That was right? the golden era of karate films. You know, I mean, just like like for kids, karate films and everything else. You know, and then you have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, which dealt with time travel and it was different. But you know, it, 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 yeah. I don't know. I think that you know. So favorite time travel movies. Like, what would you go? I go. With, I think one of my favorite time travel movies. Um, oh, it doesn't really deal much with time travel as the first one did, but Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Um, where and the reason why, like, my, one of my favorite scenes are in the station scene is when they're playing when Death's like you have to beat me to game to a game, and they're beating. He's like, and they they beat Death. They play like Battleship. Yes. And he's like, I hit. He's like, yes! He's like, I hit. You have sunk my battleship. And he's like, best three out of five. And he's just like trying to do it. Hmm? It's like, we play, so we play like Twister and like electric football. And it's just like, it's so great because it's just like, he just won't give up. Like, like that was I like think the best portrayal of death in the movie. It's just like, hey, let's take him, make him serious in the beginning, but then make him funny as the movie goes on. I'm trying to think. There's a lot. I mean, best time travel movie. I mean, besides the obvious, like Back to the Future, stuff like that. Right. I mean, there was one called, was it the Time Traveler, wasn't there? Yeah, Time Traveler. Um, I don't know. Um, I got so many crap ones flowing through my head right now, like Kid and King Arthur's Court. Oh my God, I remember that. I went to see Kid and King Arthur's Court with my dad when I was a little kid. And it was a double feature with the big green. Okay, and there was Black Knight. (laughs) Yeah, Martin Lawrence. (laughs) Uh, well, it's well like, does interdimensional travel count? Yeah. Oh, then it's easy. Army of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen up, you primitive assholes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my boomstick. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, that's Bruce Campbell's the man. So, speaking of, okay, what's the worst time travel movie you've seen? Kid in King Arthur's Court. <laughs> I mean, it's easy because it's a kid's movie, so it's like, eh. Um, uh, um, it might be Black Knight. Yeah. I mean, first off, the title was just, come on, really? You had to go there? Yeah. Um, we already did that. It was called Blazing Saddles. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't really that good of a movie. No, and the, the the playing on 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 the whole black thing, like oh, he must be a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, what? no, stop. Um, but yeah, no, that was probably Martin Lawrence's lowest point. 
<clears throat> that's yeah. where I go with worst. How about you? Worst time travel movie. God, I mean, like I said, there's a lot. Um, but when I think about bad time travel movies, I, I think about a movie that's that just when you watch it, it's just like, oh, really? Like they would like, why would you go back and, and do this or that? And it was kind of, for me. Uh, can we go by? But I can't really think of a, of a movie that I hated that was time travel. Because I think of I can think of a of an ending though in a time travel movie that I didn't like. It was Back to the Future Part Three, when Clara lives. When I was a little kid, I had all three of my or my grandfather's tapes on VHS. I watched the third one. I kind of wanted her to die, <laughs> because yeah, you're an evil person. <laughs> because well, because I was like, it, it was one of those things where I was like the whole Clara Ravine thing, and like how is that going to affect time? And just like cause they alternated it, and just. I felt, I, I, and when I watched, it, I felt the entire time like that was really the first time they really introduced like a love interest in the in the series, and I'm like, well, I'm like, eh, doesn't really, I don't. So what care. you're saying is you wanted Doc Brown to die alone and, and <laughs> just depressed? No, because the one woman he ever loved died. That's what you wanted. You're a sick fuck. <laughs> Think about what happened with all that. After all that, what happened? Who got in the fucking wreck? Needles. Flea's the one who got in the goddamn wreck. Not Marty. You're an evil person. <laughs> Needles fired Marty. Remember that. Or he yeah. got him fired. Got him fired. Remember that shit. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I learned a lot from Needles. What you got, you got to give it to your mama. <laughs> the face that you're giving me right now scares me. <laughs> No, but yeah, but I mean, as I grew older, I was like, okay, I, I was like, okay, you know, I don't see a problem with it, you know. But yeah, for some reason, as a kid, I was just a dark child when I was growing up. Just for some reason, it was just, I was just like, you have to call your mother. Please don't. <laughs> no, but it was just like Facebooker. Yeah, she's not on Facebook. Um, Twitter, not on Twitter, doesn't have social media. Um. No, but Find your email. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, when it comes to bad time travel movies, like I said, it's just it, it, it's it's like Candy King Arts Court was bad, but I mean, I can't really think of one off the top of my head because, like I said, I haven't really seen a bad time travel movie, um, or at least one that was like bad, but it, knew it was bad, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, when you have Harry, Henry Rowan Gardner going back in time to King Arts Court. You know, he, didn't bring, he didn't bring Chet Stedman with him. He didn't, you know, what the hell. You know, he he, he, he didn't. What the hell, I don't know what's going on. But like I said, I can't think of a bad time travel movie that I can think of. I mean, Turtles 3 wasn't really all that great. Um, but, you know, I, other than that, I can't think of one that really made me say, you know, I, I hate this movie. What? That was no fun. Oh. <laughs> Except the fact that you're an evil person wanted Claire to die. I'm sorry. Marty even said it. He goes, Doc, you should have let her go over the cliff. By the way, we're going to Hollow Scream in Bush Gardens. I got to think of something fucked up to do for my arm. Like, freak people out. Do it in the ha- in one of the houses. Okay. Um, like, have, like, a hoodie on or something. Like, have my arm stuffed in the pocket or something like that. And just freak out and be like, oh, my God. That would be hilarious to freak out one of the actors. 
especially opening day. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to work on that one because I also got something I got to do to my son who's coming with us, my oldest. Oh, that's going to be great. year old if, if it involves me, I, I, if I can no, be No, it's something no. I did last year to somebody else, and it's classic. But, uh, yeah, um, oh, yeah, we're going to have to figure something. That would be freaking hilarious. That would be great. Oh, I mean, there's my ten, God. It's, 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 mind you, for people who don't know, it was like, it's my birthday weekend, and it's like 10 of those guys going up. Yep. And... That's going to be probably the best car ride ever. Well, put it ever. this way. Aside from my kid, you're going to be the smallest guy there. Oh, yeah. Well, Josh is going to be going with us. Is Josh smaller than you? Nah. When we're kind of the same size, but I think I'm smaller. Put it this way. You, Josh, and my kid are sitting in the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> That's how small you guys are. <laughs> you have a seven freaking big-ass dudes, and then you three. It's going to be awesome. Those poor tires. Yeah, <laughs> those poor fucking tires. We're gonna need the fucking tumbler for that. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's gonna do I think it for this. Went off the topic far enough. <laughs> but no. So time travel. There are certain rules now. What are rules that you would have to go with for time travel? What's the rule? What rules do you say you have to follow it for time travel? I don't think there is any. We don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know. Now here's the here's the because we don't know if you change something. Does it change it on that timeline, or does it skirt off to a different timeline? Right. How many timelines are there? How many you know? How many different dimensional timelines are running side by side right now because of the decisions that were made? Right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Down and Dirty <laughs> Podcast. He's like, "Fuck, I got nothing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Down and Dirty. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, Cody, for being here. Uh, oh, yeah, I gotta, no problem. I'll be back next week, and the show will be sexy once again. Yes. Uh, congratulations to James and his wife, Pam, on their Congrats, baby. guys. I'm going to see if I can get their goal, come over, like, at least maybe sometime this weekend or somebody had to see the little guy. Oh, yeah. Um, whiskey baby. <laughs> yes, he is after, named after whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, no, so congratulations to them. And, um, you know, we hope to, you know, again, as, as the show gets put out tomorrow, you know, put up your time travel stories. Where would you go? What would you want to do? How would you get there? Let us know. Who would you want to bring back? You know, actually, yeah. you know, let, let me bring that one thing up before we leave. One person you can bring back from time into the into the present. Oh my god! Oh, easy. He just had a birthday yesterday. Daryl Lance Abbott, also known as Dimebag Daryl. Yes, the guitarist from Pantera. If I could bring anybody back, somebody who's made a true contribution. To our time and was sadly taken away before his time. Right. Daryl Lance Abbott, the most influential metal guitar player of all time. If I had to go back in time, I'd go back and I'd get Egon from Ghostbusters. I'd get Harold Ramis. I'd bring him back. Literally one of the best comedic directors and writers oh, yeah. ever. Ever. Because it wasn't just funny, the things he wrote. It was smart. Yes. It was smart comedy. It wasn't all fart jokes and dumb shit. Hey, Kevin Smith is a genius. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I bring back Harold Ramis but yeah. again that's going to do it for this week's edition of Down Nerdy uh, the time travel episode next week we'll be back with episode 26 follow us on Facebook at Down Nerdy uh, Facebook.com on Twitter at Down Nerdy 757 I'm on Twitter at Nick Pataglia 25 tell us what you want us to talk about yeah interact with us say hey how would you guys do an episode on this and don't be an idiot about it 
Um, because <laughs> I'll call you out on that. I'll be like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Frank Miller." Um, <laughs> but yeah, call us. Uh, yeah, let us know, man. Let us know what you want to hear about. We we love hearing from you guys. Yeah, and play more games. Yes.